Bibles, if you stand with me for the reading of God's word, amen, Mark chapter 4, chapter 5, excuse me, Mark chapter 5, man, I want to read a few more verses than I usually do, um, so that we can get the whole scope of things here, Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse 1, you found it, say amen, amen. Mark 5, 1, amen, very familiar passage of of scripture. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 5. They came to the other side of the sea, to the region of the Gerasenes. As soon as he got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit came out of the tomb and met him. He lived in the tomb. No one was able to restrain him anymore, not even with a chain, because he often had been bound with shackles and chains, but had torn the chains apart and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran, knelt down before him. He cried out with a loud voice, What do you have to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you before God, don't torment me. For he had told him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Verse 9, What is your name? He asked him, My name is Legion. He answered him, because they were many. Just want to read verses 16 and 17 as well. Those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs. Then they began to beg him to leave their region. God, we thank you now for this hour of preachment. We ask, Lord God, that you would teach us, that you would speak to us, that you would allow us to not be distracted, but we would give you uh, an ear that would hear. God, remove anything that's a distraction right now. God, we want to hear from you. God, we want to be hearers not only, but doers of your word. God, we ask now that your spirit have free reign in this place. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I just want to speak to you for a few moments from the subject. You better recognize. Tell your neighbor, because somebody ain't hear that. Somebody nodding off already. Tell your neighbor, you, you better, better recognize. Amen. You better, you better recognize that we live in this here, the uh, 18th, 18th day of the ninth month, the year 2023, the year of our Lord. And we still live in a racist, violent world. I think it was Thursday, they had five shootings in the Richmond era, area alone. We think we've come so far, and we think that everyone's living at peace. And all it took was a mermaid to show how racist America is. A movie about a mermaid that is starring a black woman as a mermaid. Y'all do mermaids, no mermaids are not real. But yet 1.5 million people in the span of two days 
disliked the YouTube video because a black woman is going to play a fictional character. You better recognize. We live in such a world where hatred abounds, evil abounds. I've found in this word some things that I hope would bring us some comfort in this recognition that needs to take place. And one of the things that we find here is that this particular man was in a place where he was lost, was confused, didn't really understand his purpose. I want us to get past just reading the text, and I want us to leap into the text. Because I think if the truth be told, there's some folk here under the sound of my voice, maybe on Facebook and social media, that, that are lost, that are confused, that are void of their purpose. I was listening to a preacher the other day and said, one of the saddest things, especially in the church, is when you have people with the talent and skill that they don't use. You got some people in here right now that's got smiling and happy faces but won't join Usher Bowl. You got people in here right now, got melodious voices, that won't sing for nothing. You got people in here that have a caring heart, but won't drive the church man and go pick nobody up. Trying to tell you, we, we live in that type of world, and you better recognize that there's some people who are confused. They're hurt. They're lost, void of passion and purpose. That's a dangerous place to be. I often tell people, that they, they sit up there and say our schools are not safe. Nothing has changed about our schools. They've all, they're, they're like they've always been. They're full of principals. They're full of teachers. They're full of students. They're full of janitors, cafeteria workers, and so forth. The difference that has happened over the last 20-some years is that they have now become a target. Oh, you better recognize there's something wrong in this world. There's something wrong in this country. But the problem here is, see, the reason that this man could separate himself is because he chose to live in the tombs. But in 2023, the legions desire to live among us. I ain't getting a whole lot of amens. That's all right. That, that, that's all right. They, 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 they don't have to go hide in the mountains. They don't have to go run away on the other side of the sea. They don't have to isolate themselves. They function with you. One of them might be your manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, 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 one of them might be some kinfolk. Uh, and, and if we really want to get technical in here today, one of them might be the man in the mirror. Oh, but you better better recognize because because when you live like Legion, you you begin to do some things that 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 seem uncommonly. You know, you know, people like Legion. Now, we'd be quick to do this. And I'm not saying that, that, that it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that we live in such a society that when we meet people like this who are, uh, are, are isolated and think different and do different, we quick to just say, you know what? Oh, oh they got something wrong with them. They, they got mental illness or something ain't right with them. Let, let, let's separate ourselves from them. But, but let me help you. Everybody with mental illness ain't getting treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, everybody that's got some issues going on who's willing to hurt themselves or to hurt you, some of them decide that they're going to come to church on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, and, and they don't want to identify with what is really going on, getting to the root of the problem. 
That was my first point, that some people just lost, just confused, void of their purpose and their passion. You're living a sad, mundane life when you don't follow your purpose. You, 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 you know how to cook and homecoming coming along. It can't nobody find you. We don't get to partake of that macaroni and cheese that you do so well. Of, them, uh, 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 of that potato salad that you fix because you want to separate yourselves. But watch this. I'm going to go even deeper here because what's on the surface is we see Legion fighting and warring against his flesh. We talked about it on last, last week. We talked about peace is an amazing gift. And that sometimes it's those people, places, and things that you have to fight against. But in my reflection of what I said last week, I want to add to this point in that some of those people that we need to work on is not working on who we are around or not around, but some of us need to spend more time working on ourselves. That, that, that I believe that it goes deeper than the cutting of himself uh, physically because he was fighting against his flesh. I think because Jesus came on the scene, he was trying to introduce us to the fact that sometimes it's deeper than what we can see. Because a lot of time now, now I ain't trying to scare nobody, but I'm just so serious with this, is that if you go back and look, and, and, and maybe something's wrong with my mind, but I, I do get caught up on some of those A&E documentaries. And when you begin to look at some of those documentaries that talk about criminal cases, you find that some of the worst serial killers in American history are some of the folk that you would greet every day in the grocery store. Some of them served in capacities in the church. They would come and wave at everybody and hug at everybody by day. They would serve on boards, count money, make money, and do everything, pack your groceries, uh, serve on your boards by day. But then something at night, there would be a shift in them where they would do some things that's even behind, be beyond human comprehension that they would do to another human. But on the surface, everything looked all right. Why am I saying this? Because, I mean, let me relate it to us. Some of us look our best on Sunday. Some, some of us dress up real nice, smell real good, put on our happy face. Matter of fact, some of us go beyond a happy face and we do a happy dance. But, but, but nevertheless, we still got some pain and hurt that people can't see because we're too busy looking at the outside and on the inside, people are tore up. I may have told this story before, but it bears repeating again. And that is, I remember a church that was so caught up on the appearance of people that there was a person who had joined their particular uh, uh, community. And this was a person that would, uh, was always on the street corner. And they would see him and they said, well, you know what? We're going to go pick that man up and we're going to start bringing him to church because, because we just believe that we need to love on him. So he would have tore up clothes and that smelled so nice and everything like that. And, and, and after about two weeks of this gentleman coming to the church and everyone looking at him and seeing how he dressed, somebody got the great idea to say, you know what, we're going to go get, buy this guy's suit. Sounds pretty good, don't it? You see somebody that, 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 that's out there that's not dressed like you, doesn't look like you, doesn't smell like you. The first thing you want to do is change their appearance. This man was a drug addict. 
So you put your suit on a drug addict, and what's going to happen to your suit? Come on now, talk back to me. I'm live. We're not on TV. Yeah, yeah, you, you're going to sell it. So while they bought this man a suit to make him look nice, his suit didn't mean nothing to him. He sold the suit to get money to go back to the habit that he had. And we're getting ready to get to this because this text talks about habits. Your habits are very much create of who you are. And until you do something to change your habits, you're going to continue to go back to those things that make you feel good or you, or you think that make you look good because that's a habit. Come on now, I know I'm talking to somebody. Maybe the, suit, maybe the suit don't fit you, but maybe there's some woman in here that every time you get down in the dumps, every time your little boyfriend hurts your feelings, every time the things on the job just don't go right, you say, you know what, I'm going to have, I done heard it too much, so I know I'm talking to somebody. You say, I'm going to go have me a meat day. I'm going to go have me a spa day. I'm going to go get my... No t- t- uh, 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 toenails done, and I'm going to get my fingernails done, and I'm going to make my hair look nice because I just need to have a me day. Well, guess what? After you done got fresh paint on your toenails, after you done got fresh paint on your fingernails, after you done spent four hours in that salon while they, while they tinkering with your hair, Got you coming out looking all nice and smelling all good and you shining and just a glowing. Guess what? The very problem that you left because you did not confront it. The only thing now that has happened, you just spent about $200 to come back to face the same problem that you left. Because you were focused on the flesh. Why don't you take a me day to cut that TV off and read a book? Why don't you take a me day to get away from some folks? Why don't you take a me day to really press in and have some meditation? Why don't you have a me day to just shut off some stuff and listen to some good old gospel music? Matter of fact, I I might hurt somebody's feelings. You ain't even got to listen to gospel. Why don't you listen to some of that old Motown music? Just, 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 Just give you something to give a break from the foolishness of the world where you can press into yourself so that you can better recognize the real issue at hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something wrong when we'll spend all this money on clothes. Yeah, we'll spend all this money on clothes we'll, 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 when Easter come around. Lord help, Lord help us. We even had names for it. It, it won't just a suit, Deacon. You're going to get an Easter suit. Yeah. It, it just won't a dress, Dr. Jones. You're going to get an Easter dress. Like, like, like you're going to only wear it for that one time. But that's what we did because we wanted to look nice. And don't hear me well. I'm not knocking nobody looking nice. Because I know that's all somebody's hearing. Oh, he focused on the clothes. He focused on the shoes. He focused on the haircut. No, I want you looking good. I want you looking sharp. I want you looking your best. But the worst thing you can do is look good on the outside and be tore up on the inside. I, 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 look, look, I, 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 this is just me talking. I, I don't know if nobody else going to agree. But if it comes between you, a $200 suit and a $200 dress, and you tore up on the inside, I'd rather you spend that $200 on your copay. Yeah, yeah, and go see you a counselor. Yeah, go get you some sessions in so they can try to help you kind of unpack that thing. 
yeah, yeah. Then we'll focus on the suit later. Matter, matter of fact, I'll I call a meeting and we'll, we'll get the money together to get you the suit. But you go ahead and get your mind right. Yeah, have that talk. But, 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 but thirdly, thirdly, watch this. this. This is what's crazy. Y'all didn't even catch this when we read it. This was a living man cutting himself that chose to live with the dead. A living man. Let, let me paint that picture for you. I don't know where your cemetery is. So you, right, right behind us. Right by. So can you imagine you done left the Friday night football game and you drive by the church. You say, oh, I just got to check something. I just got to check something. And you come on out here to the church and you see a man living in your cemetery. A living man. Now, let's paint that thing down there. Now, now, you got this grass over here. You got the parking lot over here. But this person says, nope, I'm going to live in the cemetery. You know what? You know why ain't nobody talking back? Because if some, of you, some folk probably right now listening to me, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Because some of you are spending more time talking to spirits and dead folk than you are dealing with the living. You might not live in the cemetery, but your mind is captivated and focused on what was, what ain't, what never will be, that you're losing sight of where God wants us to go now. Oh, you know what pastor told me one time? Pastor told me one time, this is something, I, I wish there was a group of ministers here because they could really use this. They, the one thing they said, don't ever go into a church and worry about who the big shots used to be. Meaning that you can go into a church and allow dead folk to harm your ministry. Somebody needs to hear that. Yeah, 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 because you're so focused on who used to sit in the seat. You're so focused about a, a, a deacon or a deaconess that used to hold the handle that, that you can't even focus on the folk who's showing up every Sunday, ready to do work. You fighting with ghosts. Yeah, somebody, that thing going to really hit you, watch. You, it's going to hit you this week. Yeah, yeah, so we might not find somebody living in the cemetery. But we got a lot of folk fighting with ghosts. So this man was living with the dead. I want to know, want you to answer this question this week. How many of y'all continue to carry something with you that's dead? Mm, that's dead. You carrying it with you. Yeah, memories is one thing, but I'm going to help you because I heard it this week and it blessed me. Some of y'all carrying dreams with you that's dead. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. You, you st you, you, you've accomplished it, but you're still stuck on it. I was watching an interview of a guy sitting up there talking, to, uh, and both of them are famous and both of them was rich. And one of them looked at the other guy, and he says, what is it that you want to do in life? And you know what the guy said, and which many of us would do it if we feel like we've accomplished something. He said, I've already done it. He said, I made it to the NBA. I've already accomplished it. And the other guy said, that show is a sad life. So you're in your 40s, and you've done everything. He said, brother, that dream you had to make it to the NBA is dead. It's dead. 
You walking around carrying something that you played 15, 16 years, and you and now you feel like you've arrived and ain't got nothing left to do. I'm talking to somebody in here right now because you feel like you didn't retire, or you feel like you didn't raise your kids, or you feel like you didn't did the best you could with your grandkids. So you just feel like everything you had to do is done. Guess what? Come up with a new dream. Come up with a new plan. Do something different because the second you stop dreaming is the second you begin dying. Yeah, yeah, living among the dead. Oh, man, watch this. I'm about to wrap this thing up. Jesus encountered this man. He said, what's your name? He said, Legion. Because he had been down a demonic road. How sad it is in life that your name becomes your habits. Legion. I'm going to break it down for you because I know that went over somebody's head. That's too biblical. That's too theological. Y'all, as some of y'all right now, when you go to the family reunion and y'all sitting up there talking in your little huddles, you, you know, all families got cliques too. They're your cousins, aunts, and uncles, but y'all still cliquish. And you know how y'all doing, sitting at the sitting at the table, amongst each other, and then that old old pickup truck come flying down that dirt gravel road, and y'all whisper because y'all think can't nobody hear you. There go that old drunk Earl coming up here again. You identified your uncle by his habits. Just like Legion. Because drinking is what someone does. That's not who they are. And when you allow them to become that, you're identifying them more with their habit, which can change, and you're causing them to lose their name. Oh, I could have preached about, don't allow me to lose my name. The, 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 the first thing you get in life is your name and we're all born on a clean slate somewhere along the way we lose ourselves and Legion even got caught up he said my name is Legion because I ain't got one problem I got many yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know it's a popular rap song that came out said 99 problems. And that's what they was talking about. But guess what? Praise ought not be one. Yeah, yeah. So so he allowed himself to get caught up in the hype that that's my name. But watch this. This is why I'm going with this. This is why I came here today. Because it said you better, I said you better recognize. Didn't I say that? Watch this. I think we missed it. I think we missed it. In verse 8, Jesus says, come out of this man. Because in verses 6 and 7, demons inside of this man recognize whose presence they were in. This is where it gets deep. It also gets painful. You go over to verse 16 and 17, people sitting around talking. Hey, did y'all see 
what had happened over there. Jesus went over there. You know that old crazy man that was up there in the mountains living with dead folk, cutting on himself. The biggest men couldn't hold him back. Chain shackles, nothing could hold him back. Y'all remember that? He did that over there. Well, guess what? They weren't even talking about legion coming to them. They sitting up there talking about the man who healed the crazy man. They said, Jesus, because you healed that crazy man, we want you to leave. It's right here. We just read it. Then they began to beg him, that him is Jesus, to leave their region. I know I'm in here trying to help somebody understand this thing. Is that church folks sometimes can be the worst folk. Because you know there is a danger when you witness a miracle and still don't want the miracle maker in your presence. There's something wrong with some church folks sometimes. Because sometimes you ever call one of those church folk on the phone and they say you pray too long. Uh, don't let that deacon do that prayer on Thanksgiving because I'm ready to eat. They pray too long. Oh, I, I don't want that preacher to come over here visiting my mama while she laid up in this hospital bed in the middle of our living room because he might just stay too long. I don't want to go to that church because they might just be in there a little too long. But they ain't got no problem going to a four-hour football game in 30-degree weather. Ah, but, but, but there's something wrong when you find people who witnessed this miracle. They witnessed it. So where am I going with this? That sometimes people in your life who go to church, who claim to love God, those are some of the ones that you better recognize, that you better distance yourself from because they've got an agenda that ain't of God. And I don't care who they are. I don't care what title they got. I don't care how long they went to school. I don't care how long they served on a board. But if ever they try to tell you that God is the God that you serve ain't as good as you make him out to be, that's somebody you need to cut off. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, one, of, the, one of the things that I do and one of the things I understand, because all of us, I'm sure, when you were younger, there would always be that somebody. Normally it was an older lady. Back then it was I always had a hat on. You don't wear too many of them no more. But, but it would always be one of them older women, one of them big old hats. That when the music got right, and, 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 and when the singing got good, or when the praying got good, oh, they'd stand up. And you see them just rocking back a little bit. It start off with a little rock, you know. They, they do that. The next thing you know, you might see a little hand waving a little bit. Y'all heard that song? That if you can't talk, wave your hand. They start waving the hand a little bit. The next thing you know, the little legs start jumping. They're waving the hand. One leg start jumping, right? The next thing you know, I think the preacher might notice it, might cue up the piano player or something. I don't know how that thing used to go down. I was young back then. And then next thing you know, you see the hand waving, the one leg jumping. Then you see the neck, oh, both legs about to, about to doing like this. Get a little happy now. But then you might see them get a little move on out the aisle a little bit. Then somebody else would see them. And always be one. Somebody take off. Around that church. And then after one, might be two, might be three. I don't know. But it'd be about a three to five minute praise break. And I would sit up there. 
And I'm sitting there, they're people crazy. What the world is wrong with them? They're in the same service I'm in. I'm sitting up here like a deer in headlights, trying to figure out what's going on, and they running around the church. And then it occurred to me, it occurred to me, and this is, I hope this helps somebody, is that people worship God differently. Amen. You want to stand there like a deer like I used to? That's fine. Long as you get it. That person want to run around here like they got they preparing for a track meet. Give them room. If the church ain't big enough, open the door. Let them go outside. They'll come back when they need some water. Have the water ready for them. But give them room. Don't worry about what they're doing. Let people praise God how they want to praise God. But don't worry about it. Matter of fact, if you want a short church service, guess what? You know what I always do? My friend will tell you right now. I don't care how long the program say. It might say from 9 to 11. That's what the program say. But if my behind wants to get up at 10 o'clock and leave, I know where to do it. Somebody missed that. That means if you're in a church service and church running too long, you ain't got to sit there and moan and pout and groan. Go ahead and leave. And if we close and we're done and you want to sit on that bench just a little while longer, go ahead and stay there. Go ahead and stay there. Don't worry about Legion was cutting himself because he was lost. He was in chains and bound because the people didn't want him to hurt them like he was hurting himself. Well, when Jesus came on the scene, the demons said, this is the son of God. And they bowed. But then the people of God said, Jesus, go ahead and leave. I want to know today as I close, which one of those folk are you going to be? Which one of those folk are you going to be? Because the truth is, some of us are like Legion. We need to cry out. We need to cry out. And ask God to fix whatever that mess that's in. Us. God, sometimes we don't even know what it is. That's why I like those simple prayers. Sometimes I don't even get complicated. I don't sit up there with big words. I just say, Lord, help me. Because you understand me better than me. And so when I say, Lord, help me, I'm asking him just to fix the things I don't even understand. Sometimes I'm getting in my own way and don't know I'm in my own way. So, Lord, help me get out the way. Because you can see this thing better than I can. Or are you going to be that one that's discouraging? Oh, them folk over there, them folk. It's funny. You can always tell a sick church when you're out in the community and one of your members is talking about them folk. They don't say our church. They said them folk over there. Is crazy. That's how you know you got a sick church. Amen. Let us stand to our feet.